0: This is the moment you glitter for Good evening, Disney fans and welcome to the Dpi podcast. I am Matt. This is Peter, um, and we are kind of in the process of building the new studio here over at peter's new house so um It is a work in progress, as you can see, at least we have a picture up, and we've got the Mandalorian behind us, which is pretty cool. Um, So definitely want to stick with us today, we've got a lot going on, uh, lots of news from around the parks uh, in the United States and in Hawaii, so definitely want to stick with us and we will talk about that here in a second. Let's hit our social media accounts real quick. Uh, so, as you can see below us, um, easiest ways to contact us at DPI Podcast on Facebook, at Disney Insights on Twitter. Very responsive on both of those accounts, and you can definitely get in touch with us and let us know what's going on. And Peter's trying to move the table <laughs> while we are in, in set. So, um, let's get uh, to the first uh, the first topic tonight. So the first topic is Epcot has announced the Festival of the Holidays um, menu, which is awesome. So definitely you want to go over to Disney Parks blog and check that out. Peter, have you had a chance to check that out yet?
1: Uh, Not entirely. I haven't looked all the way through it. But I do know, um, as always, Epcot never fails to impress. Um, Always fantastic food items. Always some really... um, I always love that if you look around through the menus, you'll find... Like, probably three to five items where you go, what? That can't be good. And then you try and you go, wow, that might be one of the best things that I've ever had. That's always um, something I tell clients anytime we're talking about Disney and food. They always go, well, isn't it always just burgers and chicken sandwiches? I go, um, if you go to the wrong places, it's burgers and chicken sandwiches. Because <laughs> some of the best food I've ever had in my life has come out of a Disney kitchen and some of the most unique eating experiences I've ever had have come out of an Epcot food stand. So um, I'm sure, as always, it is full of the seasonal favorites um, from various cultures, as well as some menu items that you really should give a try uh, and keep an open mind about. So. Um, Looking forward to seeing that. I saw that on our notes for today and I went, man, I need to go check that thing out in its entirety um, because I'm sure it's good. Yeah, and the big thing that stuck out to me is the
0: cookie stroll this year. Mm. Six cookies around the world and then you get that mini pinwheel cookie for free once you get the other six cookies. So definitely pace yourself around those pavilions and get your cookies and get your passport so you can get
1: those stamps. The, um, they did that last year, that, that cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a lot of fun. Um, during Food and Wine Festival, they sometimes, they did not do it this year, but um, in, in past years during Food and Wine, they do a cheese around the world where, yeah. you, where you go around and then you, same idea, you get kind of like a little cheese platter at the end if you, if you go to all of them. So that cookie thing, I did the cookie stroll last year, and uh, the cookies were fantastic working our way around, so... Definitely encourage you to check that out and uh, enjoy all those delicious cookies and get that that free one at the end.
0: Yeah, so just saw it come across. Mike, thanks for watching tonight. Um, uh, We appreciate your support. You are one of the ones that got us kind of hooked on Disney, so thank you very much for watching tonight. So our second topic tonight is the minivan service has been temporarily discontinued. Mm -hmm. So this is really affecting now the transport from... Uh, orlando airport to the resorts mm-hmm. so they were running that service for that leg of your trip they have completely discontinued that now and it is until further notice it sounds like maybe they might be upgrading the whole fleet and just kind of getting everything ready to reboot everything all at once when when the parks get back 100 percent online so you got any thoughts on that
1: no, I. I mean, the important thing to realize if you're if you're disappointed about that news, I think, is to to sort of take a step back and realize at least the Magical Express is still available. Um, I just if they were to do something with that, that would just be catastrophic in my mind because one of the greatest things that Disney does is it takes you to and from its place free of charge. Yeah. Whereas all the other places, the Sea World's, the Busch Gardens, the the Universals, they just they just simply don't do that. And even Disneyland in California doesn't do that. They'll let you book a Magical Express out in Disneyland, but it's not free of charge. They'll, they'll charge you for it. So that, um, that Magical Express service being free, if, if you're going to you know sort of raise qualms about the, the minivan service being, being temporarily unavailable... Well, there's probably bigger things that you should be concerning yourself with right now, because you're upset that you can't pay that extra money to get a private minivan. I mean, yeah, yeah. go sit in the back of the bus, watch the great, uh, watch the great show that comes up. Look at, especially now Edna Mass telling you to wear your face mask, darling. And uh, <laughs> you know, so that's a great show. It's a great ride, um, free of charge. So minivan kind of stinks it's a really cool ride matt and i are both really big fans of the minivan service Mm -hmm. so hopefully like matt said just updating the service a little bit maybe maybe getting it prepared for our post-pandemic stays and maybe making the drivers a little bit safer so making the ride experience a little bit safer for all parties involved
0: yeah and on top of that you know the minivan service is rather expensive when it comes to ride share services you can get a lift or an Uber from orlando international to your resort cheaper than what disney charges for that minivan service so if you're looking that route you can still do it it just isn't in one of those cool themed minivans with the disney music playing
1: hey so, since we're talking about rideshare services um one thing to note about the minivan that's awesome about it is if you're ride sharing around uh a rideshare going to Magic Kingdom will drop you at the ticket transportation center, and the minivan will actually drive you right up to where the buses drop off. So, just kind of like a quick insider tip, if you're um, if you like ride sharing around and not using the Disney provided public transportation systems.
0: But if you want to get away around that, have your rideshare drop you off at the outside of the Contemporary. Whoa, hey
1: man, that's like super pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> like we normally have like the DPI pro tip, and then that would be like the DPI don't tell anybody else so that they don't do this tip. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right though, Matt. You can get a rideshare schedule for the Contemporary instead of the Magic Kingdom, and when your rideshare says where do you want to get dropped off, say like far left of the wing, and then you can just walk down that pathway from the Contemporary over to uh, Magic Kingdom. So, I didn't want those anyway. Matt is Matt is absolutely right. What was it? That was my earbuds. earbuds. Okay, Okay, so let's move on to the next topic. Really
0: nice screen. I want the Disney. Disney. So next topic is Alani (laughs) opened last week. And there was a huge change to Alani when it opened last week. And Alani is Disney's DVC resort out in Hawaii. And when it reopened, it was completely smoke-free. Which is kind of cool. Um, it's going to piss off a lot of people that like to smoke because your little smoking nooks are no longer there. Mm-hmm. But I think for families that are looking for that in a resort, it is now available at Alani. So um, you can book your Alani resort through this guy here. Um, and you can fly yourself out to Hawaii and have a fantastic time because Alani is a wonderful DVC resort.
1: Um, it yeah, It is. Alani's Alani's beautiful. That is... Um... That's like, in the next three things that my family is going to do is head out to Alani. It's, a, it's an absolutely beautiful property. I do think, you know, again, kind of what Matt's talking about, uh, going smoke-free is a great family-friendly move. Uh, lots of places are doing it. The parks did it. Not saying that you still don't walk in those little secret back channel and see the people sitting there with their cigarette tucked in their hand, smoking when... Um, you know, I saw it the last time when you kind of come off the the hub of uh, at Magic Kingdom. There's this sort of secret back channel pathway that takes you up through Liberty Square, and I saw a person doing that. And uh, you know, if you want to go on vacation, you can nicotine patch it. You can you can grab a you know a, in the age that we're in with vaporizers and everything else like that. There's other ways around um, getting that that's sort of fixed. But I think it exactly what Matt said. I think it's a really big family friendly move because you're on vacation, you're enjoying your vacation out in the Hawaiian Islands and, and this beautiful resort. And uh, what what's so great about Alani to me is how much they bring the Hawaiian culture into the hotel. You have you have nighttime stories and songs. Um, you have Luaus. You have all of these fantastic aspects of the Hawaiian culture brought in and sort of immersed into the Alani experience. So uh, it's a fantastic resort, and it is, it is definitely on my family and I bucket list to uh, use our DVC points towards that um, in the next few years and, and head out to Hawaii. Yeah. Um, that is not on our list right now. Oh, uh, really? We've got a
0: Disneyland and a cruise that we want to get um, done. Before we, we check out Alani, but...
1: Well, I'm already uh, sitting on Disneyland taking. I know you awesome. are. I
0: know you are. That's, That's right. Awesome. So, good good transition here. And Shan, thanks for watching the, the video today. By the way, happy anniversary. 13 years today. Can you believe it?
1: And he's at my house talking with
0: me. I know. I know. It's, it's crazy. She, she, she lets me get one. away with murder sometimes. So... Um, Is so, that a confession? I, I get <laughs> what, what am I hiding? <laughs> um... So good transition into Disneyland. So the the Grand Californian Hotel at Disneyland is going to reopen on the sixth of December, um, and it's going to be limited reservations. But it kind of coincides with the opening now of Disney's California Adventure, at least Lake Buena Vista Street, and all the dining and shops and everything that are going to open there. So you know we're getting a little bit out of Disney, and I think they're just going to kind of piece and pull everything that they can in California until they
1: get told you've gotten too far I 100% agree with that I mean everything about Disney has they've done everything they can from a legal standpoint from pushing the governor um, the governor's standpoint and exactly like you said they are opening up the Grand Californian which by the way is the hotel that has the park entrance Um, it has the Grand Californian is kind of to the left of the downtown Disney district when you're kind of walking into the main campus area. Disneyland's to the right, California Adventure's to the left. And so Disney, the um, the Grand Californian, is sort of nestled in there right in California Adventure and has a private entrance from the Grand Californian into California Adventure. So it does make sense that Disneyland is sort of opening uh we have our hotel open with our downtown Disney uh, district open that's been open successfully for months now and starting to open up things like Trattoria Wine Country and those other um, Carthay Circle and, and all those other types of restaurants along California Adventure. Exactly like you said, Matt, it's only a matter of time in my mind before all of a sudden they go, yeah, and we'll run the wheel of color and... <laughs> you know, while we're at it, why don't we go ahead and run our Frozen live at the Hyperion with social distancing protocols and masks being worn. It just seems like Disney's kind of uh, turning the screw a little bit on, on the California government, saying, you know, we need to be able to reopen. Give us, you know, I'm a big fan of the idea of give me give me protocols, give me procedures, give me guidelines. And then if I don't follow those guidelines, then absolutely I deserve whatever ramifications you bestow. Um, but to tell me I can't go do something, it it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Um, to like flat out say, well, no, there's no possible way to do this correctly. There are possible ways to do it correctly. I think Disney world, I was just down there. I think they're doing a really great job. There were, under a handful of times that I was concerned about my health and in those situations, I was just an informed citizen, and I walked myself out of those situations and informed a cast member on on top of that. I don't mean to sound you know, like oh, that was that guy walking around going you know but but I said before we were on a podcast doing the recap yeah, yeah. and I talked about how my kids and I would play the here's the next sticker game or things like that or you know um. You just say, you know, I kind of adopted the same thing in my classroom. You just kind of walk past somebody and go, hey, uh, if I had a nose that lovely, I would want to show it off too. But, I mean, I really don't want to see it right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think when we were down there in July, it's the same thing, you know. You, yeah, you were there right after it. Yeah. yeah, I'm there several months after the protocols have been in place. You know, we saw we saw a few people that were kind of taking advantage of the situation, especially with the food and drink. And then that Disney, kind of while we were there, instituted that, well, you need to be stationary with your food and drink, and you need to be outside of the main walking areas. And then they've taken it a step farther now and have basically said you cannot eat or drink while you're in line for a ride now. So, you know, they're really trying to to tighten that up a little bit. And it's really just to keep everybody safe. You know, in the end, as soon as they start getting cases traced back to Disney World, everybody puts a spotlight on them and says, Hey, when are you going to shut down? The world's ending. They don't want that. So they're going to keep closing the loopholes slowly Mm -hmm. until they get to a point where they feel like everybody's safe enough and nobody's taking advantage of things too bad. And then that's where they're
1: going to kind of hold still for a little while. So... Yeah, and, I, you know, unless you're at, you know, unless you're on an extended stay, which, by the way, right now, all you can do is purchase maximum seven-day park tickets. Um, there are some ways around that. Obviously, you could purchase a seven-day ticket with your vacation package and then purchase an additional three, four, whatever-day ticket. Mm-hmm. But unless you're down there for, like, a week and a half, it would be really, and you develop symptoms before you leave, it would be really pushing and going, look, we're doing things right. You have to allow us to bring our employees back, get these people working again. That's the other that's the the flip side of this that nobody ever brings up. They talk about, well, well, public health, public safety, not what about all these people's livelihoods that are currently sitting there and Disney's having to continually lay people off? I know Matt's done a great job talking about those as they've surfaced with the entertainers being laid off and and the um temp, you know the the part-time employees being laid off. Disney can't just sit there as a company and continue to bleed money. You have to allow them to go make money in order to bring these people back to work and pay them. So, um, yeah, as close as we can get to to normal operations that that pays dividends for Disney World is the largest single site employer in the entire world. Yeah, and right now they're having to just trim and cut and and they all continue. Sorts of stuff. I mean, they yeah. they just
0: had another round of furloughs this week. So. Okay. You know, you've got you've got a lot of people that rely on Disney as a company, not maybe directly, but maybe indirectly. They work with a food industry um, that supplies food to Disney or something like that. Yeah, a lot of people are being affected by this right now. So Disney getting up and going to as much capacity as they feel is safe right now is really good for them. But with that being said, you know they are running some amazing deals for some really really not natural times for them to be running deals um, right now they've got a deal that runs through Christmas and they've got a deal that runs over spring break so you know if you are looking to travel right now it's a great time to book a vacation and just put that $200 down even if you don't know what the future holds especially for spring break right now to lock in that deal get that $200 down and And then, you know, you can cancel that trip because they've got that assurance program going right now um, very late into the availability. So, you know, definitely want to look at taking advantage of that. So get with this guy over here at Princesses in the Mouse at PATM Disney Travel on Facebook um, and salvadisney at gmail.com if you want to email him directly there. So... Um, last thing I want to talk about tonight is kind of like our predicting the future segment. And I think we do that a lot on the Tuesday night show. But, you know, we just had a huge election here in the States. If you're watching us from overseas, hey, thanks for watching. Um, I know I've got some friends in the U.K. that join in. um, And I I really appreciate it, you guys. But, you know, huge election here in the States. And the way that it's looking, it's going. Um, We might have a new president come January 20th of next year. So immediately my brain starts working, how does this affect things that I do, you know, not only in this capacity, but in my net normal job capacity and that kind of stuff. And I start thinking about the future of travel here in the States and the possibility of another lockdown and that kind of stuff. And Peter, I wanted to get your thoughts on what do you think a normal person and I guess a normal person isn't necessarily the the correct word to use here, but what do you think people are thinking about travel? Do you think people are going to start jamming travel in between now and maybe the end of February? Or do you think that people are going to try and wait
1: this out and and see what happens? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, to your point, I think it's maybe too early to tell, or maybe, maybe putting the cart ahead of the horse to start worrying or things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so as you said, it, it seems like we have a new president elect in uh, in Joe Biden coming in and um, you know, as as you kinda watch, we really don't know fully his plans or his intents. You know, he's made it abundantly clear that he wants to take more steps to get the virus under control. But in today's global economy and and, and that that would certainly fall under the topic that you're talking about. It's it is really difficult to, to lock down or, or shut down air travel because you can say, well, we're going to lock down personal air travel. Well, how do you prove yeah, yeah. the difference between personal air travel and business
0: air travel? I mean, I definitely marked ours as a business prep. Right. Yeah,
1: all it, all it takes you to do is just exactly when, when your carrier says, is this business or pleasure, you mark it as both. You know, like like the, the trip that, exactly what you're talking about, the trip that you and I are going to go on. I, I marked it the same way. It said business or pleasure. I put both because I'm going to go enjoy myself. But you and I are going to work on getting footage and, and some lives and stuff done while we're down there. We're going to have a, a, a good time while we're doing it and, and all of that. So I do think if, if you're going to try and, like, slide things up and get it done thinking, like, oh, here's what's coming, I, I think maybe it's a bit premature to do that. I know he's kind of talked in different ways, but there just hasn't been a plan laid out to really start saying, oh, this is coming, this is coming. It would all be very speculative at this point. Um, I mean, if you even just watch watch Biden as he kind of evolved through the debates, me being a school teacher, he went from we got to shut all our schools down to now he's more on the line of our schools being shut down in any capacity are really hurting the youth of America. So we have to find a way to be doing it safely and correctly to, to educate our students. So, um, a lot could change between now and, and mid January. And then over the course of his first, you know, 60, 90 days in office of, of initiating policies and things like that. So a lot could change with coronavirus as well. We, we're still uncovering, we're still figuring things out. Um, you know, we're still finding out what's the most effective things to do, what's the least effective things to do. I mean, can you re-get it after you've had it before? You know, we're ramping up testing. It seems like the, the vaccine is getting closer from what I saw. There are two companies that are reporting very strong results out of vaccines that they're developing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's all its all so speculative for us to sit here in early November and talk about late January, in my opinion. So if you're watching and you're viewing and you're wondering if you should slide things up, sure, if you feel you must, nobody's going to stop or tell you that you're doing something wrong. But... I think maybe pump the brakes and just know that what Matt said, Disney has that assurance all the way through the end of April. So even if you're sitting there going, is my spring break trip in danger? Could, could potentially President-elect Biden do this to it? Like, yeah, maybe, but Disney's got your back. Yeah, and yeah. and even if you don't want to cancel, then you just slide it forward. And like Matt said, a lot of people don't realize, they think when they call me that they're going to be out thousands and thousands of dollars. 200 bucks. That is all the skin you need in the game for Disney to hold your spot, hold your tickets, allow you to make park reservations, allow you to make dining reservations, and all the way up to just a couple days ahead of time. If you let them know, hey, something came up, they're going to say, okay, here's your 200 bucks back.
0: Yeah. 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 So, you know,
1: that's really all we've got for tonight. A couple
0: things coming up this week with the DPI podcast. Tomorrow we're going to be be releasing the Adventureland uh, Park Breakdown. So that area in Magic Kingdom, we're going to be breaking it down on the blog tomorrow. Um, So definitely want to check that out over on the website. And then on Thursday, I've got Braden with me, and we're going to talk about spinning rides at Walt Disney World and talk about gifts that you can get around the parks that you may not be able to find online. So we're going to talk about things like um, the Build-A-Bear, T-Rex, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, stick with us this week. We've got a lot coming out, and we will have the audio version of this episode um, up and ready probably here in the next couple days. So I want to say thank you for watching tonight. We appreciate all you uh, spending time with us. And if you do have any questions about Disney, definitely get in touch with one of us on our Facebook pages, on the, the Twitter account, wherever you can find us. So. Thank you guys all for watching tonight, and you guys all have a good night. See you real soon.